this point I'm just yelling and I'm just crying and I'm just like God I can't hear you I can't hear your voice like where are you at in all of this I cannot hear your voice like make this make sense God this is the unseen story first-hand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love when his love leads a remarkable story follows you are listening to Bailey's story hearing God's voice I've been through a lot of challenges. I grew up foster home to foster home when I was younger. I was used to not having a lot, you know, when moving in with my mom. And she had, um, she's, she was an intravenous drug uh, user for half of her life. The majority of half of her life she started when she was 13. And so she had a lot of issues and she had a lot of mental disorders. And so we grew up bouncing back from family member to foster parents. I've had over 15 different foster parents in my life. And I was able to take from so many of them, and I was able to grow from from so many of them. But I kind of knew, like, you know, in a bad situation, I could get through it. But in that situation, I, I don't think I was ready to lose everything at once and be alone. I think this past year, I've encountered more of God than, you know, I I thought I would ever encounter. You know, I I grew up in the church, of course, but um, not really familiar with the having relationship with God. And I put myself in a situation where I had to rely on my faith in God, where it, it that was the only thing that could have possibly gotten me through. I was sitting in a room with no furniture, nothing. I had nothing and I was, the only thing I could do was pray, you know, I don't have a car, I, my phone's in my, like, I, it's, it just was, a, I had to stop to realize that he was there, and that he was helping me through, and guiding me through, and it started off, um, I am, I went to college um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, I got my degree in quality control engineering, and then um, I moved to Dallas, in a relationship. Did not know what I was really doing. I just wanted to, you know, make someone very special to me and, you know, happy. So we moved to Dallas and, um, I get this, this little small settlement from, um, from the car accident that I was in when I was 16. And, you know, it swiftly dwindled down. Um, I ended up like spending a lot of money in the course of two months to where it just was gone. So we got in this huge argument and it it came to a decision to where we just had to split up and we had to break up. Here I am fresh out of college and I have no experience to even get a job in my field in Dallas because every they want, you know, two or three years plus experience, you know, when you're living in a major city. So you know, I'm still hopeful. Um, it, I, everything's still, you know, it's going bad, but it's okay right now. And there's one day where I'm taking a shower and I left like this glass Izzy bottle on my bathtub. And um, I don't know if water got under it or if I knocked it over, but it knocked over and it knocked over on the outside of the bathtub. But however, a piece of glass slipped my ankle 
from the inside of the tub to the tendon. So I had to have surgery the next day. And at this point, I'm just like, what does, like, I have to get a job in my field and no one's going to hire me with a boot on. And I don't know what I'm doing. And so I just like, okay, I got this. I got this. I have to talk myself down. And I have to leave this apartment. I We chose this outrageously expensive apartment downtown Dallas. And it, was, it wasn't nothing that I necessarily wanted for myself. It was just, you know, something to make him happy. I saved up my money just enough to pay for my first month's rent. They couldn't send off the rental verification in time, so they gave away my apartment. And so here I am without you know, apartment complex. I'm there. They, oh, we have an opening within two weeks and I can't find another because I only saved enough funds for this specific apartment. So, um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to stay in my car. I lived in my car for about two and a half weeks and I I was able to find a job, but not nowhere near my field. I ended up getting a position knocking on doors it was such, I don't want to say a scam job, but it was a, it was a terrible job. Um, they would, they, they promised, oh, you're going to make like $1,200, $1,500 a week. And my paychecks were never more than 50 or $60. So I was so confused of, about so many things. And I worked for this job for like about a month. At this point, you know, I'm, I don't have any money, um, Everything is going possibly wrong. Um, so what this job in, entitled is that I, I drive all the way to Fort Worth and, you know, um, I knock on doors or I drive out to a specific location. Well, I, I drive a Jeep and it's not like a new Jeep. It's like one of the older Jeeps. And so it, it swallows gas and it's an expensive repair. So I'm just thinking like, man, like this is, this isn't smart. I'm not even making enough to cover my, my, my gas. And so at, at points I start, you know, my Jeep starts acting up like the water pump went out and that was a $300 repair, uh, repair fix. So I had to eat in my, eat into my first month's rent. And then the next thing I know, the battery just quits working. And so I had to leave my car at my job. And I was able to move into my apartment before that happened, um, but here I am. I have no way of paying my rent, and I've been working for free for a job for a month, and it's just going bad. And so before I start my next route of knocking on doors, um, I pray in my car, and I'm just praying. I'm just like, God, like make this make sense. Like I have a degree. Like I, 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 I shouldn't be in this position. I. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm doing this. And I I just seen this paycheck and I know that the paycheck that I'm going to get is still not going to be able to cover my my months, my first month's rent. I don't know what to do. Like, God, make this make sense. By the way, I'm knocking door to door from 12 to 8 p.m. at night and I have on this boot and I'm just limping, knocking on doors and I, I come across Molly and she's just full of energy and I, you really don't see that knocking on doors. You just, people either don't answer or they answer with like, what do you want, you know? And so she's just like, you know, you're, you're out here with the boot on. And I'm just like, yeah. And I, I tell her how I got into the boot and she just starts laughing and she's just like, it happened to me. And she shows me her scar. She has the same little scar, um, on her ankle. And I was just like, wow. So she just asked me, she's like, can I pray for you? 
And I look at the sky and I'm just like, no way. Like, and she's like, yeah, come on in, come on in. So I'm telling her, you know, what's going on, you know, like, my, with my relationship and how I got here and she's just like can I pray for you and she's like yeah so she prays for me and I just leave her house relieved and I'm just thanking God but I, I still have the week ahead of me so the next day is my last day of work little did I know it was going to be my last day it's 32 degrees outside in Fort Worth um, I did not drive there I had to ride share with my boss my phone was like dying and turning on and dying and turning on and then they give us these iPads and my iPad was like on six percent and I'm in a random neighborhood and it's pitch black and I'm just scared and so I call my boss and I let him know I'm just like hey you know um, I don't think I can do this like right now my 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 phone is it keeps um, flickering on and off and I don't have enough charge for me to go house to house and and it's cold and I can't knock on another door. I can't even feel my fingers. Like it's just a numb, blistering pain. He's like, okay, what do you want me to do about it? Mind you, I took a ride out with this guy, like, you know, and he ended up leaving Fort Worth without me and leaving me stranded. And so I got a text like 15, 20 minutes later after the shift um, from a coworker who said, yeah, you know, Dan left. Um, we're going to have somebody come and pick you up. Well, the guy, he was coming from Dallas, so that's another hour, and I'm just sitting here on the block of this random neighborhood, and cars are just driving by, and it's pitch black, it's cold, and my phone, I don't, I don't want to call anyone call anyone or text anyone, because I'm on 2%, and so I'm just like, okay, God, like, I'm crying, I'm just, I can't quit crying, and the guy, he, the, my coworker comes to pick me up, Picks, he picks me up, and he's just talking to me, and he's just like, yeah, you know, he, he's not right for what he did. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, at this point, I'm over it. I just want to get home. And he drops me off at my car, which is still stuck at my job. I wasn't able to start it up from there. So I just, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, maybe if I just wait a little and I try to start it up, it's going to work again. But it doesn't. And so I leave my phone in the car, and... Um, he drops me back off at my house, and I have nothing in my house. It's just me and my dog and some clothing. And, um, I mean, I just looked at my life, and I'm just like, okay, I'm not talking to my parents. I'm all alone. I don't have a job anymore. I'm two weeks late on rent, and I could be evicted any moment and be homeless. And I don't have a vehicle. And so I'm just like, at this point, I'm just yelling, and I'm just crying, and I'm just like, God, I can't hear you. I can't hear your voice. Like, where are you at in all of this? I cannot hear your voice. Like, make this make sense, God. And so, you know, I, I, I had, like, um, these pill bottles from my surgery. And I was just like, I'm just going to do it. Like, this is it. Like, I, no one's going to know. Like, you know, it's not like I have anything else to live for. I'm just going to do it. And there was this voice that just kept saying, you know, just wait till tomorrow. Like, if it's not better tomorrow, just wait. So, you know, I wait, and um, I had $10 left to my name. And I had to, you know, give it to a cab driver to take me to work. And I get my phone, and I get this text from Molly, and it's a podcast on how to hear the voice of God. And I look at the sky, and I'm just like, God, what is going on? Like, I just last night was yelling I can't hear your voice. Those exact words, like, I cannot hear your voice. And I, at that point, like, everything just started switching. And I'm just, I'm a little bit hopeful. And 
so I text Molly and I'm like, Molly, you know, like whenever you're free, I, I, I just need, I just need a word. I just need to talk with you. And so I, um, apparently on that day, you know, she was praying to God and she was telling her that she was telling him that I just want to impact someone. And I came into that, into her life that day on that day. And I was telling her just how my life just switched in the moment from when I last seen her. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. I'm, I'm so late. And, and she's just like, yeah, you know, you could do some work around for uh, work. You could work around for me here, you know, and help me out with the kids and I could, I could help you. And I was just so touched and I was just like, okay. And it just started making more sense since I met Molly and she was able to, you know, show me like true love, like a stranger who does not know me whatsoever and just was so, I can't even explain it, so happy to see me and so happy to just help me. And so I was telling her, yeah, this is where I'm at. And she was able to help me. And at this point now I need a job and I'm, I'm struggling. And so her husband was, he redid my resume for me and, you know, he had a lot of good connections and he connected me with the job that I have now. And I'm just so thankful because it's just like all from a knock on the door, all from a prayer, like everything just flipped upside down and yeah, so I I ended up. He also fixed my car. He he was able to buy another battery, and he's just like, yeah, you know, it's 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 fine. And I was like, how how can I re- how can I repay you guys for this? I don't. People that I've never met ever in my life have done more for me than people that I actually know, and it's just like, I don't know. I I went from the lowest of lows in my life. And I've, I've been pretty, I've been, I've gone through some things, but that, that was, that was the last straw for me. And for that to happen, it was just, it was awesome. So still to this day, we, we, she takes me to Bible study. I, I, she helps me as much as she can. You know, it's, it's not like a, yeah, this is a one-time thing. You know, she's very invested into my growth and it's, I can't be more thankful. Thank you for listening today. Our mission is to revive the church to the power of a spirit-filled life. There are several ways you can partner with the Unseen Story. One, pray for God's leading as we pursue more of the Unseen. Two, subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Three, share this podcast with your friends. Four, contribute financially at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much and have a great day.